just wanted to go back to something y'all said earlier about putting putting your your significant other's desires above yours. Please, yeah. I want to push back on that. Mm. I think that you're all liars, and I, <laughs> I don't think I think that the only reason in a relationship you are able to put your significant other's needs or desires above yours is because yours are being met. But mm. in reality. It's always about you, and it's always been about you, because if you're not satisfied in the relationship, right, then, like, you're probably going to leave. Or if you're not going to leave, you're going to be miserable, mm -hmm. right? another week of Storytime Podcast. Uh, it feels good. It, it feels good. I, I know I like to say that saying a lot, but it, it really does this time, uh, especially with these soft uh, sofas that we sit on, right? Yeah, yeah, for those of you who can, uh, who are watching and not just listening, you'll see we're in a, we're in a different uh, background than we're usually in. We got some nice sofas here. We're like, nice and relaxed in the living room, so uh, a little change of scenery. Right. But, uh, right. This is episode seven, right? Oh, oh episode, episode seven. seven! Wow, I mean, it, it's been a while. I mean, it really has. Uh, seven, seven episodes, about eight or nine weeks that we've been working on this podcast, uh, filming wise. So, uh, it takes dedication. It really does, especially to be here um, every single Friday, day in, day out, and really put some effort into it. But um, I do want to start by introducing our guest today. We have, we have to my left here. Um, we have uh, uh, John. I, I kind of want to, you kind of want to speak. To our Tell audience. us who you are, John. Uh, I'm John. I used to go to school with these three guys right here. But I had a dropout, but you know. But uh, I'm happy to be here, and I'm excited to uh, dive into all the uh, points you have to make today. Yeah, and, and there is a, a reason that we have John on as a guest today, and we'll kind of talk about getting to it with the topic and everything about uh, his situation and circumstances and how he's been able to overcome those. So, um, Z, talk to us. How's the week? Man, you know the the week wasn't too bad, but you know this morning, you know, I got I got a little story for y'all. So I wake up to find out that the credit card company and my bank are are you know they're conspiring together to try and run me for all my money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like uh, corporate America. Yeah. Anyway, so like I was trying to I tried to make a payment on my credit card a while back, and keep in mind like I always pay my credit card like way before the money is due. And so I like put a $100 uh, payment on there and it comes like from my bank account to my credit card. Well, for whatever for whatever reason, um, like the $100 payment, I guess, didn't go through. Something about like I didn't have all the money in my bank, so maybe I accidentally- Spent it know, all in blue chip? I didn't spend it all. Add <laughs> <laughs> <That> up. <laughs> but no, but apparently at my, my account like went below 100 or something, and so when they tried to process it, it didn't work. Anyway, so when it didn't go through, I put in like a second payment, um, but apparently the the way that their stuff works is after that first one, you know, didn't go through, they tried it again. So then, since I tried to get on my own and they tried the first one again, so now I got two hundred dollar payments and they're both like trying to go through like at the same time, and so my bank account obviously didn't like didn't have the money in it because I wasn't expecting that, and so every time that you know. The payment would go through and get and like it canceled and come back. It hits me with a thirty-five dollar fee. I got hit with like three of them thirty-five dollar oh, fees. So I got over a hundred dollars in fees alone. So I woke up to my bank account negative this morning, Damn. and I'm calling the credit card company. And I'm calling the bank, and like they can't, they couldn't really do too much about it. They're like, oh yeah, the 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 payments like out in the air, and so now we're just waiting for it to process and stuff. So I really think you know they said they did it on purpose, right? They set up. They set up that uh, the method of, of payment just just to run me for some better some late pay it on time. That, Put that's, on auto pay. Right. That's two weeks point. in a row that uh, that's in his bank account. It went below hundred. Hey, look, look, last week, right? Last week at the casino, I never dipped into my bank account. That was all straight money I got for my okay, birthday. Okay. Uh, what do we got next, Malik? Tell us about your Man, week. Man, I am glad to be on the other side of this week. Uh, first half, nothing but midterms. But the second mm. half was our little fall break, so so they gave us a two day break. So I've really been trying to maximize off of that. But 
other than that, just been relaxing, taking it day by day. Two days is not enough, is it? No, it's not. It's, it's not. not. It's I, really I, not. I really needed two weeks. <laughs> and then by then, hopefully, I would have been ready to go back to school. Like, you know, like after yeah. a certain point, like, you just be ready to go back. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Right. So I was hoping for that. But, you know, two days, you know, that's all they gave me. But I'm going to be grateful. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Kabir, how's uh, Amazon treating you? Uh, that's all right. I'm almost all out of there, though. Oh. If, well, I, if I show a Blade one more day, they're going to kick me to the curb. But oh, so, so so tell us about that. So have you um, late this week? I'm not gonna be late no more because now they're doing like this incentive program. So if oh. you just show up your four days, you get like a bonus. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. Because it's nearing the phone. holidays, and between November 11th to January 1st, mm. you gotta be on time mm. and complete your route, and no call offs, no nothing, because mm. it's like the busiest time of the year. Yeah, so holiday season. Yeah, they want everyone holiday there, season. all hands on it. So like, yeah, that little incentive just to show up my four days. Right, that's perfectly fine. I seen that they were doing some kind of like um, where they like cover like all of your tuition. Is that true or like? Oh like, yeah, you know, like anything. Yeah, that? They do, but you gotta you gotta be there for a certain amount of time for them to do that. I figured that, but like I seen that. That they did like something like new because like at first it was like part of it but yeah. i seem like like more recently they were like we'll cover all of it but i yeah. still wonder like how long because yeah. i think it was only what like 90 days some like for like that. the partial it wasn't that, yeah. wasn't that you would have to go to work in school until 90 days right yeah so, that's what I was thinking. yeah. so i i do kind of want to step into our uh our guests in, in the sphere of that so um starting off here we kind of want to before we bring in the introduce the topic i do want to talk about uh, a more, mm, they're both pretty serious topics, but I do want to talk about more of a laid back topic, and that's John being a father. So, John, can you kind of start off by telling us a little bit how, what you've learned throughout your process of being a father and how? Uh, um, and, you know, well, I learned, I guess the most important thing that I've learned is patience. Mm-hmm. You really have to have patience in your father because sometimes the baby takes forever to go to sleep or she's always crying, and you just. Mm-hmm can't always get mad I'm not, I'm not gonna say like I don't get mad I do get mad sometimes but like uh, at the end of the day you have to know like oh yeah she's just a baby she doesn't know anything you know you have to have patience and he's the father of a girl by the way yeah right her name is Hazel so um, you know being a father uh, definitely a new experience for me um, you know like struggling with job and jobs it's really hard because I try to like do everything I can for her. Yeah. So um, basically, another important lesson is you just gotta do what you gotta do to uh, help raise her and have her like have make sure she has a better life. So mm. those two those two things are probably the most important lessons I've learned. Yeah. So on that topic of like patience and you say sometimes you get mad. Is there like a like an internal struggle where like you're mad but like you're also kind of mad at yourself for being mad because she's just a baby and it's yeah, like it's, it's like who am I getting mad at a baby so like it especially happens when like you don't have enough time to sleep I guess like the first two weeks were really really hard for me because I just did not sleep and I didn't believe that you know what all these new parents kept saying like oh you're you're, you're gonna be struggling with sleep for like the next six seven months I'm like no that's not true there's no way I love sleeping and so when it actually happened it really you know affected me and I was like dang like, mm. I have to get up at 3 in the morning I have to change a diaper feed her rock her oh, man. Like, it's hard it's hard but I do it because I love her so yeah so have you ever seen the movie um, what's, what's my man's name comedian uh, Kevin Fatherhood have you ever seen the movie Fatherhood is that Kevin Hart yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I have seen it on Netflix, where on Netflix, his mama, yeah. how did, uh, how did, I still need to watch that. And, I think and I, I think I've seen it, but I, he had a daughter. So how did you kind of? I don't rem- yeah. I don't remember exactly the movie. I think I watched it a long time ago. So well, it's, to- it's kind of new. So right. oh, right? Yeah, is it new? I think, I think so. so. Yeah, I'm yeah. It was like twenty twenty. So I don't think you've seen it. Maybe twice. I was talking about. Maybe I was talking about where Kevin Hart was helping out that old man. Oh, I was just watching a. Um, what is that called? I don't remember. That's what I thought you were talking. about yeah. I was just watching. I thought uh, like he had a daughter in the movie too. Yeah. Or something. Oh, it was like when he was uh, helping the old, old, man. old wealthy man. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, is that about. is that the Get Hard movie? Like, right. I think oh, so. yeah. yeah. He's like getting him ready for prison. 
no, 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 no. That was different. That's different. It's where a guy doesn't have any like use of his legs, and he goes right. And he's he's like, paralyzed. He he basically hires Kevin Hart to like take care of him. That sounds oh, that, yeah. uh, what's I forgot his name what he's called. Donald Glover or Danny Glover. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I remember. What's his name? Uh, Death Wish guy. Anyway, explain fatherhood because I don't know. The upside is, is the movie that you guys are referring to. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was it was the older man, but no. So fatherhood, he actually had a a daughter where um, he became a widow because his uh, wife passed away, and I'm explaining really to you because I think I, you guys have seen it. But his wife passed away, and then he uh, all the pressure became on him because like uh, like a single father. His, yeah, because his wife's family as well as his family uh, didn't really have you know think that he could handle the child right so he had, I like, have a, seen it eight, I know what you're talking eight year about old daughter, yeah and no oh. one thought that he could handle it and his friends were yeah. just and his uh, wife's mother was like begging him to exactly like, just give a kid a, yeah, yeah I remember now yeah that was a good movie um I think I can I did I did relate to him a lot in some of the scenes especially like at night where he was just like making a bottle and trying to feed it to her yeah, and, like yeah. he's like struggling he's like just go to sleep go to sleep like <laughs> That's main, mainly one of the things I really related to, but, um, yeah, I, I like that movie. You can relate to a lot if you're a father. What do you do to relieve yeah. your stress of the day dealing with Hazel? Uh, mostly just the things I like to do. Uh, either that's, like, hanging out with friends or, um, well, hanging out with friends is, like, mainly the number one because they also like to see Hazel, and so, like, they give me a chance to take her out of my arms or something, like hold her for a little bit, uh, right. get her relaxed a little bit. Or when she's sleeping, I make music at night uh, in another room so I don't wake her up. But that's something else that also helps me, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why are you talking about your... Go ahead and plug yourself. We're talking about your music. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm, I'm a rapper. My name's DVSX. I'm on SoundCloud. Uh, I make music, uh, emo type stuff or, you know, hip-hop, R&B type stuff, so... You know, if you like the vibe, you should check me out. Yeah, and you know that album that I've been promoting every podcast? Well, my man's DVSX is featured on it. So yes, sir. You guys got to peep that when it drops. Yes, sir. Now, I, I do have a question when it comes to uh, making decisions. Because now it's like you're more like in the real world. It's like you said uh, you did uh, call it quits with uh, school, right? For mm-hmm. for very good reasons right mm-hmm. um, how's it been since making that transition and really stepping up to the plate when it comes to I'm in the real world now and it's like uh, it reminds me of this song I forget the name of it uh, where she's like no more calling uh, what's her name it's a, a pa- Paramore or something like that uh, no more like uh, you guys listen to Paramore or what's her name I don't, it's like, I don't know what song you're talking it's about. like no more crying to your mommies now or uh, you're in the real world. I, I know the song. I, yeah. I do, yeah, I do yeah. know the song, but, but I don't know exactly the words. But like, I think to that song every time that I kind of think about like after graduation or you know if I wasn't in school right now. So how, can you kind of speak to that? Uh, being off on your own, actually having a, a daughter now, and actually making real life decisions. And what would you kind of say to that? And how hard has the transition been? Well, it's hard because I mean I was just under my parents' roof and they were just taking care of me, yeah. so I didn't really know, you know what to do yet because I would always ask them what to do but being out on my own now is definitely challenging because I'm learning a lot of different things especially to do like with cars and stuff like that mm, you can only imagine yeah. <laughs> taking in your car or you know changing the oil or like even just having a kid in general um, I would say like uh, taking that action to go out on your own uh, it's definitely like pretty scary and challenging, but it's not like the hardest thing to do. You can definitely do it, uh, but definitely have like friends to help you guide you through it, or talk to people that have been there and done that. That definitely help you, you know, in that process. Yeah. So for like young adults who are thinking about just going straight into like the workforce instead of going to college. Um, do you, I guess you have any advice for them or anything you wish you knew when you like transitioned from college to you know getting a well, job and stuff? All I know is that you can always go back if mm-hmm. you you know make a schedule and you know make some money for a couple years. You know you can always go back or you can take online classes, but um, there's always that option to go back. Um, That's a good point. But for work, I mean, you just try to do the best that you can as soon as you dropped out of college. Just 
find the best job that you can and I guess just stick with it. If you don't like it, you can always move to another one. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone else have any questions to kind of raise for John before we kind of go into our topic for the day? That's good. We're good. No, yeah, let's go. All right. So, um, uh, let's get into a podcast, man. Uh, uh, you ready for this, John? Yeah. Let's right. go. Uh, this one, this one's kind of deep, and I think it kind of uh, resonates with us all. Um, I know it kind of stemmed from uh, many conversations that we had over the last week, over the last you know few weeks, but it needs to be something that we kind of think about every day. Um, so, I, I, it came from, and it was funny because we had conversations in real life with. Uh, we've been doing something like, a, what do we like to call it? A couple's intervention or whatever, like, <laughs> whatever we like to call it. But it really, it really is good when it comes to uh, discovering a lot about not only yourself but between you and your partner. But uh, I was listening to another podcast, which I'm always listening to another podcast. One particularly, uh, shout out to Secrets to Success, but they said something on there that I really thought was resonated with not only us, but um, a lot of you know a lot of our audience as well. So we kind of want to share this with you for uh, for better good. But it says, do not consider someone else's life to the point where you stop considering yours. So what I, what I kind of want to raise here is that, and I got a lot of notes on it. But to kind of break the ice on it, um, do not consider someone else's life to the point where you stop considering yours. What do you, what do you guys kind of think about that? And what kind of first initial thoughts uh, rings a bell for, for you guys when t- speaking about this or thinking about this? Pretty much like don't put someone else ahead of yourself that you don't really value does, that they deserve to be ahead of yourself. Mm. You know, like if, if you don't think to if you don't think yourself. Oh no! If you don't think that person value is more than yourself, don't put them up ahead of you. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's interesting. I I actually interpreted it slightly differently, right? I interpreted it as like put no one, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like like put no one so far, you know, like uphold no one so much that you don't really like uphold yourself or like look out for. Or at least put them equal. Hmm. But it's debatable, right? So, or explain, explain, right. explain. Like a life partner, okay. if you're married, you know, uh, you want them to be as equal as to you. You don't want to like cher. I'm not saying cherish the other person, okay. your significant yeah. other, but you know, if you guys both try to have the same common goal, you know, you both want to reach that same common goal. You know, you want to put their needs and their priorities just as high as yours. That's a good feature. When when does it come to the point of? Should we put us before, uh, and like what you mentioned, relationship? Should we put ourselves before the relationship, or, or is it like a, a equal platform there? What, what do you guys think about that? Like, is it? Fifty-fifty is kind of dying out. 50? I don't think women nowadays want to do that fifty-fifty stuff, but there are some that want to do it. It's a, it's really just how you like play the field in the dating world, you know? Because some women just want to be taken care of, so they're gonna want to be. Ahead of you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. You give them eighty, and they give you fifty or something. Like yeah, if you want, if you want to be equal to oh, somebody, wow. or if you just want to be the number <laughs> one in your life, you're better off just, you know. What do you think? Z, what do you think of that? I, know you I think my initial interpretation from what you said, yeah, is like. I guess different from what everyone else kind of got out of it. If you, can you repeat what you said real quick? Yeah. Uh, do not consider someone else's life to the point where you stop considering yours. Now, when I first heard that, of course, I think of a lot of things through the lens of music, right? right. So I'm thinking, you know, like, don't look at Drake and his success and everything that he has and, like, not value, I guess, your life because you're not there yet. Mm-hmm. you got to be able mm-hmm. to see the value in your own life and... Um, you know, see your blessing, see the blessings that you have, and and see the path that you're on and where you're gonna go. But I guess when we're you kind of you guys kind of interpret it more as like relationships, and um, you know the whole like putting do you put your partner above yourself or do you put, put yourself first? Um, I think generally, you know, I put um, Sophia, my girlfriend, I put her, I try to put her needs before my own. Because I feel like a lot of times, you know, she does the same. So I look out for her, she looks out for me. And in the end, we both are covered, you know. We both mm. uh, get everything that we need. 50. Yeah, 50-50, right? But like you said, now our relationships are the same. So I, I think really you got to figure out what you want. Um, and you got to find someone who's like, you know, on that same wavelength. So, you know, there's relationships out there where, where the girl, you know, is the breadwinner. And she goes out, you know, 
in her corporate America job or whatever, and she's making a hundred, uh, she's making six figures and stuff, and then you got like a stay-at-home dad who takes care of stuff. And like I saw, t- saw a funny TikTok about it, and then the dude was like the like a day in the life of a of a stay-at-home dad or something like that, <laughs> and cooking, so cleaning, right? And you know, and he he really enjoyed his life. Like that's what he wanted, and he just wanted to stay at home and you know be a, a house husband, if you will. Mm. And and so, I think trying to say that every relationship should be fifty fifty, um, you know, is hard, because you know everyone wants different things, and it also depends on like what what fifty fifty are you talking about? Are you talking about just making money? Like you guys should be making fifty fifty money? Or are you talking like there's a lot of other things that goes into a relationship besides just you know making money? Does the responsibility fall fifty fifty? Like if someone doesn't do something, is that also your fault too because you weren't there to do it you know yeah it's really a conversation you'd have to mm. ask with whoever you're with wait chris is this the uh is this the relationship podcast are we finally here uh i know we've been saying that we're going to do it for a long time and i know we keep giving you a snips and, and cuts about some of our relationship life but we'll do one soon because <laughs> yeah. i think it, i think this is much broader to the sense of also uh, our personal goals, which I'll kind of hit yeah. on later, yeah. and how much of our personal goals will we be willing to? And I have a story for that. Um, talking about our friend that uh, was willing to go to you know med school, to, you know, um, for his own personal growth. Uh, we'll talk about that here uh, coming up here soon. But John, what is your initial thoughts? Because uh, I know everyone else kind of spoke on it, but what's um, your initial thoughts? I kind of agree with Zenon. I mean, I kind of looked at it from the, from the music standpoint too, like the example with Drake and everything. Like that's exactly what I imagined. I guess when you said that, mm. Chris, um, what you think? Let me let me. Yeah, I guess I guess the, yeah. the better question uh, is not what he thinks, but what was his uh, what was your original intent or what was your original I guess lens of how you viewed that uh, topic? So yeah, when I, when I first heard that, um, not really considering anybody else before before yours, I, my like my initial thought was that's true, like, and. I, I know that it sounds kind of cliche and like we hear that like we hear it a lot but I think that that goes over our heads a lot of times mm-hmm. that a lot of times we're doing something and, and life is short and and really you know we say that a lot and people say it but you don't really live the way that you really you know think about it that way but uh, when it comes to living someone else's life I mean how many people do we know that's in college right now because their parents are making it mm-hmm. right or how many people are literally working a, a, a uh, going back to I don't know podcast two or podcast three when we talk about zombie jobs, but how many people are waking up every single day as a zombie doing the same thing that that necessarily has nothing pertaining to what they want to do in life, right? So it's like uh, considering someone else's life before theirs is you know or, or their their own is really that's what I think about. My initial thought goes to um, it's overlooked, and that's very very true that we need to really. Uh, Keep in mind something like that because I, I do think that uh, many of us start to do that when we when we start doing these things that other people push on us, and rather than what we actually truly want to do ourselves. I, so, oh, go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to go back to something y'all said earlier about putting putting your your significant other's desires above yours. Please, yeah. I want to push back on that. Mm. I think that you're all liars, and I think that humans are inevitably too selfish. We to love do this. That, oh, right? yeah. Let's start getting out the gloves. And so, like, I don't think, I think that the only reason in a relationship you are able to put your significant other's needs or desires above yours is because yours are being met. But mm. in reality, it's always about you, and it's always been about you, because if you're not satisfied in the relationship, right, then, like, you're probably going to leave. Or if you're not going to leave, you're going to be miserable, mm-hmm. right? So, like, mm-hmm. are you really putting their desires and their needs over yours? Because when they come to a point to where, uh, even in terms of the relationship, they could want something that you don't want, but if you were really putting their desires and their needs over yours, then you would stay with them in the relationship, mm-hmm. even though you don't want it. But in reality, it doesn't really work that way. I guess it really goes down to like how much love do you have for that person? Yeah. Cause mm. it could be it could seem like one sided, and if someone one person is getting all the things met, I don't even think that person would even like them anymore. Right. It's just kind of like too easy. Yeah. Right? So so do you think that there is, and you know just kind of like open it up a little bit like like do you all think that there is a rational level? Where someone could love someone so much that they're willing to 
uh, I guess in a way, like, genuinely put their needs and desires over their own. Yeah. I think he Unfortunately, could. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, say, like, it's just a regular guy, okay? I'm not mm-hmm. trying to, like, rate anyone or anything, but it's Please, just a regular yeah. guy. And he ends up meeting this beautiful girl, right? And then he has a shot with her. So he... He's like, yo, this is the greatest thing ever, you know? She's beautiful, she's everything, like, everything I need, I'm gonna just think about her, her, her right. first, not me. Like, and then when you said that those girls or whatever, or boys or men, they get what they want, and then they get bored and leave them, like, I guess that's it, like, that's what I'm just trying to say, is just like, I guess like you, you can't put your, your needs um, beside and help their needs more if you really... But I'm mm, saying, like, Mm. Where's the gray area? Like that makes sense because like you're in love, right? Like you're infatuated. Like everything they do is perfect, right? Like so it's like, but like the only reason that at least I would argue the only reason you're able to think so high in the clouds about that is because that's everything you want. So really, your desires are satisfied first, Uh, and then you're going back and saying, now I'll put you and your desires over everything else because really you are everything that I want. Right, so so like really like you still at least I'm arguing you still put yourself okay, first. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, I, I, I agree. With you. I would say that, and believe it, <clears throat> believe it or not, nine times or not even I don't know statistics on this, but more times than not, I would say that a lot of people in relationships are not necessarily putting their desires first. I would say that they're putting the other people person's desires first because they don't even know their desires. So then a lot of times that they become miserable or they become you know. Uh, in this relationship that necessarily doesn't uh, suit them justice and um, and I think that they don't know their desires therefore they're feeling fulfilling everything that they think that their partner wants because that's all they know that's all that they know know, right and then they know that they want to keep that partner therefore their partner's desires become their own Right. right so then it's like you don't you haven't really you know found your own desires and what you really want for yourself. You know, and I think that happens a lot of times and, um, you know, there's kind of like a phrase that I've heard about it and it's like where people like lose themselves in a relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. And they kind of forget who they are and kind of, you know, become, a, I guess, a new version of themselves that's like heavily influenced by their partner. Um, mm. But, you know, with all this talk about, you know, putting, are you putting your desires first or the other person's desires and you, like... I guess the the word desires is very vague. Like, what are, what exactly are we talking about? Because there's like small desires and there's you know, big desires. So like, when, throughout this uh, you know, this talk, the what I'm thinking of, you know, is I guess smaller stuff. Like, if I want to stay home and play video games, but Sophia wants to go out to the club, then you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Okay, I get, we can go out. To All right, now don't get you know. You might need an insurance bucket on this one. What you gonna do? <laughs> if you know, if it's a if it's a rocket league tournament, now what you gonna do? <laughs> if it's a, well, it depends. Like just like a regular like in game tournament, or if it's like a tournament where I'm about to win money. I'm talking. It's like I'm money. talking. It's money. You on the line right now? Right. You're probably and, gonna be up. And Sophia night. got all her friends at the club. Right. FaceTime her. Where you at? Well, like, Where she's you at? at the club right now. No, 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 no. Oh. She's telling you, I need to be there right now, but I need you to take me. Oh. I want you to go too. But I want you to come with me. Are you dropping your desires? But the thing is, that's where like the communication and like mutual understanding comes in a relationship. Cause, I mean, good angle. Because yeah. like, like obviously, like because obviously, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna explain to Sophia like, hey, like I'm in this tournament, and if I win, you know, I could win like a thousand dollars or whatever. Right. So I can take all y'all out. Now. Right. I was like, <laughs> I was like let me play this like, game for a couple. Hours. I was like, if you would have let me know in like a couple a couple days in advance, like we could have scheduled around this, but like. That's fair. That's like, I have a chance to win money. We're not winning money at the club. We can go to the club tomorrow. You can just send her an Uber. So you argue that both desires can be met with proper communication. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. okay. Nice. That's a really good answer. Okay. Which goes back to our podcast. Oh, I'm getting good at this. Podcast 6, I'm referring to. Right? Is this 6 or 7? This is 7. It's this is 7. So referring seven. to podcast 6, communication. Uh, we talked a lot about communication. Just to reiterate, uh, do not take what someone's saying, but how, you know, necessarily. No, I think that's 7. Is the, one, seven? the one we recorded last week was seven. This is eight, hmm? right? No, no way. We just dropped six. I put it on audio. On, on hey, who knows? But go watch. Go watch the last podcast of communication because I think that will help a lot of you out there when it comes to this topic. But the next thing that I do want to bring up is isn't you know 
uh, moving this over from a, more of a relationship standpoint, but more of a realistic, holistic uh, standpoint of do not, and, and what do you guys think on this, but do not negotiate your goals with anyone. Mm-hmm. Right? And when it comes to negotiation, that means you have your goals set. It's, it's not necessarily if you want to do it and you ask for opinions, but it's like negotiating is allowing someone else to deter your goal to kind of uh, uh, reach their own. So I kind of want to bring up a story with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I, we have a friend here, and I, I won't disclose because, you know, I'm not sure where they are with this yeah. uh, situation, but. Um, and my friends are going to start hating me because I'm always bringing up these stories in the podcast. <laughs> but, n- no, so uh, he's going to, he has this decision coming up here very soon where he wants to go to med school. And he's currently in a relationship, and med school is something, uh, med school in Florida to particularly, um, it's something that he's always dreamt of since, you know, a kid. Uh, he's always dreamt of going to Florida. He always wanted the life of, you know, going to med school there, being a doctor. But he's in a relationship, and his, you know, his girlfriend uh, wants to stay home. His girlfriend wants to stay here, but he's that's his one dream, that's his goal. And now the conversation that they've been butting heads on recently is what do we do, right? Because uh, she is wholeheartedly, like, wants to stay here, um, and he really wants this goal to be going there, so he's not willing to negotiate that at all. So my thing is, uh, kind of in that circumstance, is he wrong for not negotiating his goal? Because that's really what he wants. His, his goal was to always get there. But she came, kind of came along on the side. So what do we think about do not negotiate your goal? What do we think about that? If it's something that's like your number one that you've been thinking about, like if, say say like my number one would be music, a record label or something, mm-hmm. right? That that, mm-hmm. that would be that would be my overall goal. But like his, his overall goal, like that's what he, he's going to do and that's what he wants to do. I think his girl should... Like, they should really talk about it because, I mean, like, he's already going to do it, right? Like, he's already in, in the school and he's going to be a doctor? Well, it, it's more of a discussion. Uh, I'm sure, like, applications and stuff come up now, but they yeah. have been talking about this, working it through before he makes that decision of what he's going to do. Okay. But, uh, yeah. And so. did you say he's moving away to go? And he would like to move to uh, out of state to okay. a, a Florida med school. Oh, I think he should do it. If they're really meant to be, then I think he should do it. Mm. I mean, I feel like they should really talk about it first, but, like, she can always go down and visit, or he can always come up and visit. I don't know. Long-distance sure. relationships. Sure. I feel like if it's meant to be, then it's meant to be. What, what, do, you, what do you guys kind of think on, on, on that? Uh, I think this is a, one of those cases where this is a big a big desire, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is, you know, big decision time. and I, I guess part of it comes down to if she's willing to to fold, I mean, we don't see. There's two sides to this story, right? Because you got to think sure. about her, and she has her her big dream, which uh, apparently involves staying home with um, him, with him. All right. Um. So I guess it's like she can either stay home or be with him, right? right? Or he can he can like choose to to stay home and do and he could have half his dream, so he could get the med school part without the Florida part. Right, or he could go do his med school in Florida without his girlfriend, unless she decides that to move. But I mean, there's like, I guess we could break it into four different like things that could happen. But I guess it's really just whatever, whatever he wants more. Like, does he want this, you know, med school in Florida more, or does he want the future with his girl more? Or I guess they could try long distance. But and I feel like instead of like talking it out too, you could also like write it down yourself, come up right. with plans yourself. Because when I had a kid, I wrote down eight separate plans of how I would stay in school or mm. what would happen if I didn't stay in school. Right. Like, eight separate plans. Like, do that yourself. Come up, go up to his significant other and present them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like how I went up to my mother's and presented him. And mm-hmm. everything, I guess, really just worked out. Right. So, what did, what, did, did any of those plans actually... Did, did, uh, yeah. did, it, did it play out? Yeah, like I wrote, I wrote a plan just some, just like this, like right now. I guess like it worked out. I I wasn't stressed out because I knew it was gonna happen. But um, but I get so like I guess like my question is is like, mm. did things actually play out according to any of the plans, or did they just work out? Uh, like any like all the plans I wrote down, like of course not all of them worked out. Right. But but but, uh, but, but the ones that like. 
that I wrote down myself feeling comfortable with and reassuring myself knowing that I'm going to be okay with this plan. Like a couple of the plans mixed in together worked out. Right. So I feel like like twenty percent here, fifteen percent. Yeah, here. We got yeah. A 5% plan yeah he, that I feel out like I feel like he just gotta he just gotta write down his own plan, make sure he feels safe, like feels good with those specific like six seven plans that he has, mm-hmm. and present them. And like that's the best way that you guys could really talk about it because these are different options that they could explore. The long distance, come over every holiday, do something like that. Like you just gotta work it out. Right. But if if she doesn't want to, then I mean it's not meant to be. Now, now, I think do think you're going to speak on, on a point here, but I would like to take it from not only the example, but do you also mm-hmm. apply it to a, a realistic, holistic scenario as well? Yeah. What do you, yeah. Oh, I, I think this is a very in, interesting balance. I think it'll ultimately depend on that individual's value systems and the things mm-hmm. he values. But like for me, the first thing I think of is like, well, like you only have one life, right? Mm-hmm. And so you, you better try to live as best as you can while you can, right? Like you genuinely mm-hmm. don't know your last day. Mm-hmm. And then on another note, it's like, is this girl worth it? Is this girl worth any of the compromises that he's going to make on his dream? Yeah. And I think that like, that's like the very, because, right. Cause if, if we're being real, if they're right. going to stay together throughout this, that's right. They're both going to have to make compromises. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so I guess, like he says, are they, is it worth it? To is make that the person worth it? Right. And, and like you said, you only have one life. And uh, theoretically, you only have one soulmate. So, um, you, I guess he has to, you know, figure out like, is this his soulmate? So, you know, you either give up your. Who came your, up with that? Cupid, soulmate. Who came soulmate. up with the word soulmate? One, right, one soulmate. Oh, like, that's crazy. I think it's you know it's been a, a concept that's been floating around throughout human history. Um, <laughs> but right, so he's gotta you gotta figure out right is. Your soulmate or your your big dream of being a doctor in Florida? Like which one you value more? Right, being a doctor. But I think I think to that specific scenario, I think that there that there is a way that, that they can work it out. It sounds like um, uh, he didn't want to live in Indiana. It's not so much mm-hmm. as go to school in Florida, but like he right. did not want to permanently live in Indiana. Okay, he so, wanted to permanently yeah. live in Florida. Yeah, right. Gosh, so, 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 so I was like, right. So, 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 so I was like, well, like, what if, like, you go to med school somewhere closer, and mm-hmm. then when you graduate, can you both agree to move to Florida, right? So, right. so, so you can practice medicine in Florida. And you say, you know, maybe, maybe. So they'll have to kind of wiggle with it and right. see what kind of works for them. But yeah, I was just going to ask Kabir on your, on your initial um, thoughts. Do not negotiate your goals. What do you, what do you kind of think of that? If I was in his shoes, I would definitely. Well, first. How long have they been dating? Because to be honest, the whole soulmate thing, Five? if he's only yeah. he's only in college, he hasn't lived long enough to say that's his only soulmate. Well, I want you to kind of take it from a holistic approach. Like, for Kabir, do not negotiate your goals. What do you, what do you think about that? Are there goals that you're willing to negotiate? And if so, under what circumstances would you say it's um, okay? It really just depends because my goals now, I would not negotiate with them. Like, at all. I I got all the fun out. So say so, if you if, uh, without diving uh, too personal, but what can you at least list one of your goals? And my I'll, goal I'll offer a is scenario. to be a part of this thing or have my own thing in this film, video, thing, pod. Yes, in this okay. type of field space is to either have my own thing or be a part of this thing in like just a nice upper level, you know, yeah. and have other people under me that I'm training to become the next person. Okay. So, it, it, but I, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't like you would negotiate it yeah. for no reason. Only because like yeah. I've came too far by myself. You know, mm. there's no one here. So it kind of goes back to tapping into his shoes. Um, how long have they been together? If, is this fairly new? Because to be honest with you, you're probably still in those early ages or the mm-hmm. those little early stages. Oh, early stages of love where yeah, you think there? this is person well, it's five years. They've been it's there five, five strong. Five, five strong. Five strong. Five years. How many I, times have they broken up? Because then no. that will tell if they're think, really good along. I don't. I don't think they were that kind of couple. No. I, think, I think they were genuinely like those, like the like one out of twenty high school couples that were like serious. Yeah. This is rare. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, like this in its nature is really then they rare. They can figure it out. And they I think that's Yeah, they would have to. Uh, I they mean, both need to write down what they're doing. I do want to I do want to tell them now with this. I do want to tell them now with this. All right. Can I speak my All right, yeah, speak. Yeah. So I think when it comes to making you know big decisions like this, 
right? You, you just have to work with what you've got, and what you've got is the present, right? You don't know for sure the future, so you, you gotta, you know, try and envision the different possible futures the best that you can with the knowledge that you have, and, you know, you gotta figure out which, you know, future vision you know, is most appealing, um, but, but, go ahead. But, but, I mean, you know, even, like, even, like, generalizing this out, I think we're not acknowledging like how powerful like love is. Oh, 100%. or like, or like, or like, yeah, I was or like there. maybe let me maybe let me not say love, but like the desire to be with someone. Yeah, that's very like that. Like that shit will blind you and your dreams, right? And have you yeah. push all that to the side just to go and and target this person? So I mean, I don't know. Like maybe because they've been together so long, they can you know rationally think. But I think in general, I think a lot of people would would attest to putting their dreams to the side for their for their significant other. Yeah. What kinda what kind of career would you just did not I, I think we're I think we're going into too much. Okay. Uh, too much. Well, right, actually, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I actually know. had a I wasn't I wasn't quite done. Um no. because you know you got uh different types of goals. No. Right? So obviously there's career goals, but like I would say a more important goal for me, right, is just like when I'm let's just say 30, right? I want to have, you know, a house and a family, maybe like a couple dogs and stuff, you know? But like, I want to have my shit together, if you will. And so, you know, it doesn't necessarily matter uh, what career I choose. And, you know, I've already changed my mind probably three times on what career. Because when you go back to like middle school or high, uh, let's say middle school, and I wanted to be an architect. And And I learned what architects do. And I was like, um, you know, maybe I don't want to be an architect. And I was like, oh, I want to be an engineer. And then I get into college, and it's like, you know what? Like, I could be an engineer, but I think I'd rather be, you know, um, a financial guy and do and do financial stuff. So, like, right now, maybe... Um, well, okay, and, and before I go further, and what, one thing to stay the same, no matter how many times I've changed my career goal, is that goal of, you know, having my house and my family and stuff when I'm, like, 30, 40 years old. And so... I guess from um, our random person's perspective, um, you know, he might change his mind and he might decide that he really hates Florida. It's too hot, too muggy, too many alligators. Hurricane season. But at the end of the day, he still wants to be with that person. So, and and like you said, a lot of times people put their uh, their career dreams aside in order for in for love. So. I, I do want to shout it out with that example of, of really uh, particularly like going into how we kind of settled that and how we kind of came to our consensus of that our desires go hand, our goals go hand in hand with our sacrifices and it's kind of like one of those seesaws how much are you willing to sacrifice to reach your goal but then also uh, how much are you willing to sacrifice on your goals to you know which is usually takes a higher sacrifice, right? Mm-hmm. So then that, that's kind of how it kind of works, and you got to find that happy balance between your goals and how much you're willing to sacrifice for them. Um, so kind of going on to the next one, I, I do want to say, uh, going back to our original point, uh, do not consider someone else's life to where you stop considering yours, but now I kind of want to talk about, like, what do you guys think on, um, because this is one thing that I was kind of uh, uh, thinking about as well when I was listening to this podcast, it's like, you have to demand your goals like and, and it sounds like a, a, a the connotation of demand really sounds like uh, or it, it perceives as something negative right when you demand something uh, it's almost like you're you're being aggressive or you're being but usually when you demand something those who demand usually get it mm-hmm. if they if they you know d- do it effectively so what do you guys kind of think about de- making a demand of your goals and usually they fail because uh, your demands fail because you think of someone else more than you know yourself, but then when you demand something and you don't think about anybody else, because think about it, when you demand and you fail, it's usually because you allow someone else to deter you somewhere a different way. Mm-hmm. But when you demand something and you get it, usually those people are the ones that um, are thinking about their self more than they're thinking about their own. You know, you go life. back to being selfish. So what's the question? Like getting. So yeah. So yeah. what do you guys think about? What do you guys think about like demanding your own li- like what you want in your life rather than. Uh, just allowing it to, you know, flow, right? What do you guys think about demanding? I mean, I think if you're taking, I guess, that attitude of demanding, like, everyone has the power to get 
wherever they want. So you could demand your way and you know, you know, get your laser focus and and you can climb your way to the top, but that doesn't guarantee you'll be happy. Yeah, mm. true. You kind of leave yourself, or you kind of don't. You just negate like that whole area of sympathy, and you just don't even. Is it sympathy or empathy? It's when you actually like care about the other person's feelings. You kind of like push that aside just to get yourself ahead. And once you get, well, well, are you doing that inherently? Really? If you're demand, like, mm. if it's your loved ones. Okay, okay, like, okay, okay, so, like, maybe, like, when I hear, like, demand, like, I think, like, cre- like, is it okay to, like, very intentionally create a life for yourself? Yes. Like, in a way that, like, this is how I'm creating it. I'm not taking right. no for an answer. Like, exactly. I will have, right, like, like, I'm going to get this. Like, I'm going to literally hand tailor and build a and life. Usually, those like, are the ones that I do want it, for right? myself. Those right? are the right. ones that do it. So, what do we think about that? Because so, 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 are, like, so, are you arguing? I'm, I'm saying, like, say someone comes in to your life and they're asking, like, just mm. okay, uh, I need your help with this real quick. So, can you help me so out? So, what if you're on the other side of the person who's trying to create or hand tailor yeah. their life? Like, and then what if? They're like objectifying you in a way. I would, I mean, not just objectifying, just trying to uh, get your attention for off that. So like, that happens to most people that have like a straightforward shot or mindset. A whole bunch of distractions come in their lives and say, "Hey, can you like family? Can you help me out with this? Can you can you uh, drive me here? Can you take mm-hmm. me like all those kind of come into your life? Like if you just have that demanded mindset, you kind of just push all that." It's, and I will say, going back to it, they're demanding of you, right? So then they don't care about your feelings. They care about theirs. They're demanding to get you to do what they want for them. So they can hand tailor how they want. So they're being them. demanded in that case. Well, if, if you're it, being demanded, I wouldn't say they're demanding. Would. They're more so just asking. But that's demanding. Inquiring. Say, hey, can I rely on you for this real quick? Demanding is a set of words. And so like when someone was demanding, they're demanding for a favor of you. Although, okay, I think the word demand has a certain com- connotation. It, it's it's actually kind of a negative forceful, one, right? right? Like, but I think like, but the context you... we're using it in is more of a don't settle, right? So if you have a certain dream, like get that dream and like chase it and don't let don't settle for less. I think it's more the context that... It, but would you about. like blind yourself from... have? Or like, how, how do you blind yourself from those people that trying to like... Like family members that try to get into your... just knock mm-hmm. you off your track but not keep you away from making your goal but just trying to like you know get you to step off it for a second to focus you on you gotta this. reassure them like if like I feel like if you tell people over and over like like I, I'm doing this and I'm doing this like this and you have that attitude people are gonna just know that like okay we're, like let's not that's not healthy though I, but like, like that, those are some of the people that are millionaires. Like I they think, work their ass off. They they're very. You can be a millionaire. I think there's a balance. Mm. Right, there definitely is a balance. I think there's a balance. Oh. I think that like you can be this driven and like this is my goal in life. And I think that like you can still go to your family cookouts and you can still take your little cousin from football practice and you know right. Right. where they need you and like you can still be focused. Like I don't. I guess like if I'm hearing you correctly, like what I'm hearing you kind of articulate is that like. The, the favors and the things that your family may ask of you, you may see as distractions, right? Because they're not real, like they're they're not on this like laser beam focused mm-hmm. towards creating the life. They that don't see I the create. vision that I'm trying to see. So like, to. so like when you're talking about the role of family members, are you more so talking about them asking you to take you know your little cousin to football practice, or are you more so talking about them telling you like you should be in college or like which which job or which internship are you going to take this summer and you're telling them I'm going to pursue music I'm going to be an artist right like this is what I'm doing so like are you it's which more one so just to? all the all the favors it's yeah. both yeah. it's spend time yeah. give me give me your energy real quick or can you help me out with this oh when are we going to get this done right. like my brother's been asking like multiple times are we ever going to tackle the garage are we going to tackle the deck are we going to yeah. you know fix up the basement you know renovate the house and it's like I haven't put no energy into that and I've been there for like three or four months already Be only because like all my time is to this it's like I go to work on my off days I'm, I'm Wabash or I'm in another college I'm filming for like three or four hours a day like and I tell, I make that known, but it still comes into me, coming mm-hmm. into my, my mindset and on my track. 
but I balance it enough. But every once in a while, I I just know like I'm slipping, yeah. you know. And having that demanded mindset, I would I would in my in my head I would literally be cutting out all of my family members from from my life. And the last thing I want to do is be at the top with no family, or be at my goal with with no. Family. I was gonna say you know how you know how I get because when you get to the top, all the family come back. So um. and I, I wouldn't <laughs> want that. I would rather them see me right, happy sure, instead of sure. see me and asking. So when it comes to demanding as a whole, I guess the, the question that I really want to ask uh, here, just to bring back up uh, to kind of get our last consensus on it, but um, a lot of successful people do demand what they want with a set of words. But what I kind of want to want to strive at is, and not, not to say that you're being a pushover, no, that's not what I'm getting at, but a lot of people that, that don't necessarily get what they want in life are those who allow their demands to be ran over by someone else's. Right, so someone else's demands are stronger than yours, and uh, I don't want to take this in a literal sense where it's like they're arguing. No, but it's like if I say I want uh, the manager job, and I'm working or I, you know I'm messaging, I'm talking to the manager, I'm talking to the CEO every you know so often to get that job, but someone else's demands it so much that they're willing to pay the the manager, right? And and you allow someone else's demands to be higher than yours and take that spot, so they're you know. Uh, so when it comes to uh, demanding, many times those who make it in life to where they want to be, they're the ones who uh, fulfill their demand or uh, fu- you know go hard at their demands, right? So I really want it. I'm going to demand. I'm not letting anyone deter me. So they're, um, they're driven. They're very driven. They use their words as power. I feel yeah. I feel like you also like six, yeah. like there's even on the side of music of it. There's a lot of rappers to be like, oh, I surround myself with. People who have the same headspace as me. I've lost friends that did not have the same headspace as me, and I left them in the dust. I cut off those relationships because if you're not on my team and you're not like wanting to be successful like me, like then I'm just gonna cut. Like I'll keep you on, but people that are not in that headspace, you just cut you off. Like I feel like that's also something mm-hmm. to add in that that mm-hmm. demanding. Like you surround yourself with those people, and you'll get there. Right. But you gotta that? cut off the people that don't, that don't like. Can you live with that guilt of leaving them behind, though? I'm sure if you, if you're that demanding of it. Right, we're gonna say that one. We're gonna say that one for another podcast because we did talk about that one before. And I think I think when it comes to a point of, of leaving people in our past life behind and getting, you know, I think we I do want to talk about that more. But, but there, way, that's more, but there, more the, but there are two different points, though. I think, that, I think that, that is. That, I think that that he's is talking two about different. friends. He's yeah. talking about your family members. But I think they are along the same lines because sometimes a lot of those friends come from the same place that you met your family. Well, right? but, you, but you didn't meet your family. You were given your family. Right? You were gi- almost like you were given friends too. Nah, I would say so. You, I would you say can so. choose your friends, but like I guess I don't, let's, let's save this one. Let's save this. Let's, let's save this one because I, I was I was saying different. I would say differently, but no. When it comes to demanding what you want in life, do we feel like that is something that we need to do as people? Right, or to really make it to where we want, or or, or are we allowing people to uh, push their demands over ours and allow other people to get there? It's just right. a type of person. Right, I think right. It's important to know. I know, but you it want. sucks to be that type of person. You know, because a lot of times other people that hurt by someone else getting what they want. All right, but yeah, like I was saying, I think it's important. Like first of all, in order to be driven, you have to know what you want. Mm, right. I so agree. step one, know what you want, and step two, stay firm in that like it's okay to you know to to budge a little bit to sacrifice a little bit but at the end of the day right you want to keep to that goal like you don't want to completely you know give up on what you truly want um because it's not easy or because um you know someone else um said it it's not gonna it's, it's gonna be too hard so they're telling you you can't do it or you know someone else maybe your significant other is just like really doesn't want you to do it, but if it's something that you truly want, and you, you just gotta stay, you gotta stay firm to it. And like, if you okay, I guess more what I was trying to say, if you want to, if you want to get that thing that you want, you have to stay firm to it. That's that's the point I was trying to make. Mm. Yeah, I feel like just like the, that type of mindset could be ruthless sometimes. So yeah, just cut a lot of people off like that. In a, in I'm a not religious saying, aspect, some people would oh. see that as a the devil taking over you because you have that type of ego and mentality mm-hmm. just 
And it can get worse along the way because mm-hmm. not only do you want to explain to them, like, no, I'm not really being like this. I'm just really focused on myself. That will also create more negative yeah. and bad energy and, and then, with the loved ones. And when you re- when you make it there and you get it, you mm-hmm. realize, like, it didn't really matter. Like, I wasn't, I'm not as happy as I was when I knew, when I didn't notice I had everything that I needed. Mm-hmm. That I don't know. It just, hits I do, I do, it's I do, hard. I do, I do wanna, I oh, do, that's where step one comes in. You got to know what you want. Yeah. I think I think Malik's been sitting on this for a while. Um, so yeah, I'm, I disagree with all of it. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not willing to to give humans that much. Like, and, and I say humans, like really like going off of my own experiences. Like desires change. Wants mm. change. Goals change. Sure. Like all of it changes. Yeah. Just when you think you have a solid plan on what you're going to do, like, you know, with the next 20 years of your life, like, like something hits you and it changes so i mean i think the most i, I and I, I also get very weary like, like when people say like like the most successful people or like the world's best billionaires did this and did that mm-hmm. i think what they did was they were different and i think they were themselves and some of them may have had platforms that allowed them to get to other places right and in and, and all that other context that kind of matters but really i think it boils down to like them being different and them not afraid not being afraid to be themselves if there was if there was a clear uh, book about how to be successful, everybody would be successful. So that's why, I, like, I just like I get very weary when it's like, do this and you'll be successful, or do this and you'll be successful. Like, this is the key to success. The key to success, I think, is being yourself. Yeah. And I think like, yeah, listening to yourself. Uh, I, 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 if you want to change, everybody around some of the world's most successful people told them that they were being that they were being rational and they were being wrong but you know what they stuck to themselves trust your own gut like follow your own what you feel is right if that changes allow it to change but be yourself be bold be great yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think i think that's a good point to to wrap it up cuz I, I do want to uh, another that's another topic for another week but i do think that it was one thing that I always done is like take pieces from different individuals and com- make a compilation of one. And do we think that's a successful mindset to have, right? Rather than, a, uh, you know, or also see what someone else did that wasn't the right way and then take a compilation of what everyone did that was wrong and make that into what you do, right? So then a, a murky path of not knowing where you're going, but you know you're not doing the wrong things, right? Um, <laughs> but that's a podcast for another day. But I do want to take this time to kind of wrap it up. I do want to thank our guest, John, for being on here with us, as well as allowing us to use these beautiful sofas and having a nice conversation over a, a counter table here. Um, uh, I wish the fire was lit. This what We would have been able to roast marshmallows and s'mores over the podcast exactly. for you guys. But um, no, I, I, the major key for today, I do want, when wrapping up, is... Uh, just ask yourself the question: Are are you willing to uh, give up your own? Uh, and help me out here. What was it? Are you willing to give up your own? Are, are, you, are you willing to give up your own life, right, for someone else's? Mm-hmm. Or are, are you ready to, you know, really give up your own uh, life for someone else's uh, goals and desires? Uh, and we kind of talk about that a lot throughout. Um, so yeah, uh, closing out. Z, you want to give it to him first? November. November fifth. All right, you heard him. <laughs> November fifth, he gonna keep saying it. We got it. Do we have a name yet? The beginning. The beginning. The beginning. Uh, it's coming out November fifth. Uh, John, let him know what's going on with you. Uh, this is kind of how we close out every podcast. Uh, so I, I guess uh, uh, I have a couple songs, but I'm I'm choosing on which ones to do a music video by the end of uh, next month. Okay. So um, we'll see how that goes. And where can they find you? Yeah. Uh, they can find me on SoundCloud. I'm not on any other platforms right now, but I have signed up. I'm going to be on Spotify and Apple soon, so... Yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to be dropping my music video on YouTube. Uh, I don't have a YouTube account, though, so I'll probably have to make one. Yeah. We'll get it all right. We'll get it all right. Next, uh, Malik, you know, the uh, glorious, glorious quote. Four-letter words. As always, be bold, be great. You heard it from the man himself. All right, Kabir, what's up? Uh, uh, well, you don't only live once. You live uh, every single day, so live it to the fullest. Oh. Uh, I like that. And I do want to say, Kabir, uh, we did get excellent film yesterday at Ball State University. Uh, can you kind of want to tell them about We did uh, 16 people in time span about three hours. We'd be working. And we knocked them out. And we actually put out, like, we actually gave out some of the... Uh, uh, Cards. Yeah, the cards. Oh yeah, time. yeah. I mean, a, a lot of uh, collaboration that's going on, um, going on there. So just really trying to help the next generation be great. Um, and, and, and we're 
gonna I was gonna throw something in there, you know what I'm saying? But I also want to mention, uh, I know Kabir mentioned our clothing line would be up soon. We have a lot of different brands and a lot of different clothing lines. Now, some of you guys saw a look on that. Have, have you have you seen some merch. of that stuff? The merch is What do you guys fire. think about that stuff? Because, you know, uh, I don't want to, you know, toot the own horn on, on this one, but I do think that What's Your Story Vlog will be the number one clothing line. I'm calling it the vision, the number one clothing line in the next year. So, we'll, what do you guys think about the hey. designs and stuff? Man, I hope it is. You'll see yeah. soon enough. I haven't yeah, seen see them soon. yet. We'll, we'll have a Devious X colorway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Different design collapse. Zeno, Zeno. But... Yeah, so uh, by the time you guys see this, I'm not sure if the Ball State film will be out yet, but we will be looking to go around in different schools, and uh, the merch will be out soon. Stay tuned in the next couple weeks, and we'll have that out for you, too. And I think that's all, so we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you.